Hi, welcome to For the Bride of the Lamb podcast with Princess Vivian. Before we begin, let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we praise you, we bless you, we glorify your name for who you are and what you do for us, in us, and through us. Thank you for today. Father, we ask you to please be with us. We ask for your anointing, your direction, your help. Teach us your word. Open our hearts and minds and understanding to receive them, to understand them. Make our hearts good grounds so that your word will fall there to germinate, will grow and bear fruit. We ask you of this in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We are continuing on the topic, angels. The last two episodes, we talked about who angels are and what they do for us. So today we are going to see more according to the word of God of what the angels can do for us, other things that they are involved with. Angels don't only protect us, guard us, and minister for us. They can also do a lot of other things for us. So let us look at what the Bible says about that. Luke 22, 42 to 43 says, Jesus said, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet, not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. So angels can help us in difficult moments. The Father will send them to strengthen us. Ours is to cry out to the Father for help. He knows how best to help us. He can send his angels to strengthen us just like he sent an angel from heaven to strengthen our Lord Jesus in his tough moment. Mark 1.13 And he was in the wilderness forty days, being tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild animals, and the angels were ministering to him. When Jesus was in the wilderness, forty days and forty nights, being tempted by Satan, the Father sent angels, not one, angels, to minister to him. So, angels can be with us, help us, and minister to us when we are in difficult times. Don't forget to ask. For when you ask, you will receive, the Bible tells us. Acts 27, 23 For this very night there stood before me an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I worship. And he said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand before Caesar. And behold, God has granted you all those who sail with you. This is an encouraging word. An angel of God appeared to Paul 
with this encouraging message. They were in the boat tossed around by the wave for 14 days. So put yourself in their shoes. This will be a good encouragement for anybody in their shoes. I believe Paul prayed and the Father sent an angel with this message of encouragement. So likewise, you and I, when we are going through tribulation in life, do not forget to cry out to God and ask Him for help. Most often we are so strong that we don't call out for help. But we find out at the end that our strength is not enough. We cannot do a lot of things on our own. God knows it. But many people are yet to discover that. Cry out to God. Stop depending on yourself. You have help. Just ask and you will receive. Genesis 16, 7-9 The angel of the Lord found Hagar by a spring of water in the wilderness, the spring on the way to shore. Hagar, servant of Sarai, he said, Where have you come from and where are you going? I am running away from my mistress, Sarai. She replied. So the angel of the Lord told her, Return to your mistress and submit to her authority. Most often we find ourselves running away from God's will for us because of our wrong decisions. This lady ran away from her mistress's house. She caused her problem. She became pregnant and now she despised her mistress. But God was like, no, you have to go back and submit. When we are in the wilderness of our lives, about to get out of the will of God for us due to our wrong choices, God will send his angels to help us, to encourage us, and to direct us and help us do that which seems impossible. It seemed impossible for Hagar to live with Sarai at this moment. But God sent an angel and told her, No, you have to go back and submit. Do not be quick to get out of where God placed you just because things are tough. The Lord did not promise us easy life. Actually, Jesus told us that we're going to have tribulations. He told the apostles, let's go to the other side. And when they were going, there was a problem on the way. Waves that came started beating on the, their boats. They were about to sink. We are going to face all these things. But the truth is that we have help. We have help. So do not be afraid. As long as you are in God's will, be sure that he will help you in it. Even when you are out of his will and you cry out to him, he can send an angel to help you out. Acts 5.19 But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out and said, These were the apostles 
they were thrown into jail just because they were preaching the gospel but God sent an angel to go and open that prison door and bring them out this is delivering them from the paws of the enemy they have been captured but God sent an angel to go deliver them we see that again in Daniel 6:22 my God sent his angel and shut the lions mouths and they have not harmed me because I was found blameless before him and also before you O king the king threw him into the lions then because he refused to worship his image but God sent an angel to shut the mouths of the lions they did not devour him but when he came out and the other people that connived and lied against him we are put into the den together with their families the bible says that before they could reach the ground the lions pounced on them and tore them into pieces and crushed their bones so god can save you and i from any danger you just have to ask you have help child of god make use of the help you have okay luke 15:10 Just so I tell you there is joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Wow. When people come to God, angels go into jubilation. They rejoice. Why? Because the Bible says that the price for a soul ceases forever. Money cannot buy a soul. Only God knows what is a man we humans we don't even know our worth only god who made us knows our worth so when we receive christ angels go into jubilation they rejoice so if you are hearing this today and you have not received jesus into your life as your lord and savior this is the right time because as soon as you do it angels will begin to rejoice over you for repenting so if you have not done that allow me to help you to lead you in this prayer so that you can receive the lord jesus just repeat after me and mean it from your heart heavenly father thank you for the gift of your son jesus christ i believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead and i confess with my mouth that jesus christ is lord lord jesus come into my heart be my lord and savior teach me how to follow you and i will be yours forever in jesus name amen As simple as that. If you mean it from your heart, guess what? Angels are rejoicing that you have repented. You have accepted Christ into your life. So angels rejoice when one sinner repents because the price of a soul is so costly. It costs the blood of the lamb of God. the blood of the son of god 
angels also remind us to do what we have forgotten to do. As we can see in Revelation 14, 6-7. Then I saw another angel flying directly overhead with an eternal gospel to proclaim to those who dwell on earth, to every nation and tribe and language and people. And he said in a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship the one who made the heavens and the earth and the sea and the springs of water. You see, sometimes we forget what we are supposed to be doing. We get carried away by what's going on around us, the news, the latest and all that. And we backslide, we begin to backslide. If you look around you in the world today, that's exactly what's happening. The love of many people are growing cold. People are into other things apart from God. People have forgotten what matters. A lot of people think that we are going to be here forever. Do not make any mistake about that. The Bible says that whatever you see is temporary. It's not going to last. One day we are going to live here. You hear about people dying every day. One day it's going to be my turn. It's going to be your turn. And whatever we choose and do today will determine where we are going to be tomorrow when we die. So this angel came to remind people, hey, do not focus on worldly things. Worship God. Many of them were worshiping idols, worshiping demons. And the angel came with this message, worship God, fear God, give him glory and worship him and not what the news media say. About two weeks ago, I was standing at my work desk listening to the word of God while I work, but I got tired because I had listened for more than an hour or so. So I was like, I need to find something else to listen to. All of a sudden, I sensed a presence behind me. I was like, wow, that presence was standing behind me with arms across his chest and was smiling. And he said, watch Sidrat's heaven messages to spice up your day because I like to watch those things, messages and testimonies of people who were allowed to go to heaven and come back. I like to listen about messages from heaven because it helps me to set my mind on things above, just like the Bible tells us. So I was like, okay, thank you. That's what I'm going to do right now. And immediately I did that and I started listening. And the Lord used that opportunity to introduce me to a ministry that he wants me to be in right now introduced me to a prophet's ministry that he wants me to feed from at this stage in my spiritual walk i was so happy i came back and i told my husband look at what happened to me today i was so happy that god cared for me so much that he sent his angel to tell me or remind me what i can do to spice up my life 
God cares that my life be spiced up. That was what touched me. That statement to spice up your day. Oh, I love it. I tell you, God cares for us. 1 Corinthians 6, 3 Do you not know that we are to judge angels? How much more then matters pertaining to this life? This is Paul speaking to the Corinthians. They were taking one another to the court. And Paul was like, you are supposed to be able to decide these matters within you and not send them to unbelievers to decide. Don't you know that we are going to judge angels? The Bible says in 1 John 32 that when Jesus appears, we will be like him. So we will rule and reign with Jesus and that also means that we will rule and exercise authority over angels, not judging them as in condemning them for doing something wrong. This is the future of believers in Christ. Hallelujah. When someone dies, people say, oh, he or she is now an angel. No, we are not going to become angels when we die. That will be a demotion. The Bible says in 1 John 3, 2, that we are going to be like Jesus. We will only be like angels in terms of not getting married in heaven. That's what the Bible says. There is no place in the Bible where it says that when we die, we become angels. No, but it says that when he appears, talking about Jesus, we are going to be like him. We will rule and reign with him in his kingdom. And what qualifies you for your position then is how you use what you're giving today, now, here on earth. Matthew 16, 27 For the Son of Man is going to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay each person according to what he has done. Again, Matthew 13, 41 The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all causes of sin and all lawbreakers. So angels are going to be involved on the last day. When Jesus comes back, they will be involved in taking out the lawbreakers from the kingdom of God. And the sons of God will shine like sun in the kingdom of their father. Hallelujah. So angels will be involved on that day. The Lord Jesus will come with his angels. What a glorious day it will be. I am waiting for that day. It's going to be awesome. How about you? Psalm 91, 11 to 12. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. We established this in the last episode. On their hands, they will bear you up lest you strike your foot against a stone. I like that. You may be going your merry way. You don't even know that the enemy sets a trap in front of you. And God will send his angels just to carry you on their arms over 
that trap and it will not touch you. You know, we under thank God. We only thank him for what we see he did. What about a thousand and one things that we did not see? All the protections that he gave us. All the things that would have happened that he sent his angels to bear us up in their arms so that we don't even strike our foot against a stone. We do not see these things. So let's begin today to thank God for all the unseen things that he has done for us. Because he is constantly doing these things with his angels for us. But because we don't see them, we don't thank him for them. We wait until one big thing happens in our lives. And yes, yay, that's when we're going to thank God. Thank him for everyday protection, provision that we do not know about. Exodus 14, 19. Then the angel of God who was going before the host of Israel moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud moved from before them and stood behind them. This was when they were coming out from Egypt and people of Egypt started to chase them. And the Lord did this. The Lord can send his angel to stand between you and your enemy and they will get confused. They won't see you anymore and you will escape. What a good God we serve. What a loving father. He cares so much. He says, the Bible says that even the number of the hair on your head, he knows. Do you know the number of your hair? God knows the number of the hairs on your head. Even the number of the hairs on your head, he knows. I know you love your children, but you do not know the number of the hairs on their head. But God does. He cares so much. When you are battling the enemy, ask him for help. He's going to send his angel to stand between you and him and his cohort. And they will get confused. They will see you. They will be like, where did he go? All of a sudden, you disappear. And you escape from their snare or whatever they planned for you. 2 Kings 19.35 And that night the angel of the Lord went out and struck down 185,000 in the camp of the Assyrians. And when people arose early in the morning, behold, these were all dead bodies. This was when the king of Assyria was coming against King Hezekiah. And they cried out to God. And God fought the battle for them. They did not need to lift a finger. They just went and took the spoils. Hallelujah. There is nothing that your God cannot do for you. Just ask. Ask. He protects us in every way. And other ways that we do not even know. He will fight your battle for you. The Bible says that the battle belongs to the Lord. Ask him. The only thing you need to do is to ask and you will see everything taken care of. Acts 12:23 Immediately an angel of the Lord struck him down. 
because he did not give God the glory, and he was eaten up by worms and breathed his last. This was King Herod the Great taking the glory that was due God when he was speaking and people were shouting, This is the voice of God and not a man. You and I today should be very careful not to take the glory that belongs to God because he said that he's not going to share it with anybody. When people praise you for what you do, what you say or whatever, do not hesitate to give that glory to God because without him, you are not going to be able to do those things. You don't want the angel of the Lord to strike you down. Thank God for our Lord Jesus Christ. Please give God the glory that is due Him in everything. We are always tempted to take the glory that is due God. That's the nature of the devil. He wants to usurp God's position. He wants to become God. Can you imagine he told Jesus to bow down before him and worship him? He is so power hungry. <laughs> but not we the children of God. We will never take the glory that is due God to ourselves. Luke 16.22 The poor man died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried. So angels are going to be involved when we die. On that day that we are going to breathe our last, angels of God are going to be involved. They will carry us, the real us, our spirit, to God. They will take us to God, escort us to the court of heaven. So angels are going to be involved when we die so do not be afraid of dying as long as you are a, a child of God but if you are afraid of dying guess what you need to receive Jesus into your life because the fear of death is because you don't know where you're going if you do not know where you're going my friend receive Jesus into your life that is what you need to be sure you do not need to be afraid of dying because the Lord Jesus will be right there. The angel of God will be right there to escort you and usher you in. Hebrews 2.2 says, For since the message declared by angels proved to be reliable, so the messages that the angels brought in the Bible proved to be reliable. From Genesis to, to Revelation, all the areas we find the angels bringing messages or helping or doing anything, it was God that sent them. And their messages were reliable. Angel Gabriel came and talked to Mary and Jesus was born. Their messages were reliable. So if their messages were reliable, then the same happens today. So we have to Hearken to whatever they tell us, knowing that it was God that sent them. I have a testimony from a pastor. He was driving at midnight around 2 a.m. with his family. And on the highway, he hit something that caused a leakage in his gas tank. 
and all the gas leaked and the car stopped on the highway. Nobody coming, nobody going. And he prayed, Father, we need help. Not long after that, he saw a headlight coming, stopped behind them and asked him, what do you need? And he told him what happened. And the guy said, that was why I came. That was why I'm here. He told their car to a nearby old gas station. He brought out the key from his pocket, opened the garage, flipped on the light, and they pushed the car inside the garage. The guy brought out the tank, took care of it, put it back, filled their car with gas, and told them to leave. And the guy was trying to pay, and he was told, no, that was why I came. So this pastor saw that there was a restaurant close to that place. So he left with his family. After some three months, he was determined to go back and thank the guy because he refused to take money. When he got there, the whole place was locked. It was an after in the afternoon and he was like, where will they go this afternoon? He went into that restaurant that he saw and started asking for the person that takes care of the station. And he was told that the station was closed down many, many years ago and nobody had ever done anything there. And the pastor was like, oh no, we were here three months ago. What happened? God sent an angel to help him and his family. An angel that has the key to an old gas station that has gas in the gas station that has never been used. God is awesome. So, I hope that this has helped you in one way or the other. Begin, if you have not, to ask God for his help to send his angels to help you in every situation that you need help and you will be surprised how he will help you until i come your way next time may god be with you and guide you in all your ways in jesus name amen